blah. So I was revisiting the Warner Brothers Batman movies as I've done countless, countless times since the 90s. Every few years I gotta revisit and rewatch them. And like many revisits, it's like your relationship with the movie changes over time. You see a movie enough times at, at different ages and your perception of things alters and shifts and you view movies in a new light. And I was watching the Batman movies and here's the thing about all of this stuff, all of this comic book universe stuff, everything is has its own universe. There's the Snyderverse. There's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, everything has a name and a label. And the Warner Brothers movies are just the Warner Brothers movies. They're, they're sort of divided because you have Tim Burton's two Batman movies, and then you have Joel Schumacher's two Batman movies. And throughout them, you don't have the same Batman. You have Michael Keaton, and then Val Kilmer, and then George Clooney. And, you know, it's sort of like, so there's not the same director, there's not the same guy playing Batman. Uh, the feel of the world takes a big shift when you transfer from Tim Burton's dark, gloomy, uh, German expressionalist uh, Gotham City to the uh, lush, campy color of Joel Schumacher's over-the-top theatrical Gotham City, right? Um, so it's like, what really unifies these movies besides the fact that they were all put out by Warner Brothers and the fact that they all sort of, you know, they they all are technically sequel, like one is a sequel to another one, which is a sequel to another one, kind of. I mean, uh, Batman and Batman Returns, you know, work as sequels of one another directly for the fact that there is the same Batman and there is the same director and there is the same feel. Um, but going from Val Kilmer to George Clooney feels a little weird. Chris O'Donnell stays the same as Robin. It's all patchwork. But there is two players that go through all four movies. They unite all four movies because they play the same characters. And that is Michael Goh as Alfred Pennyworth and Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon. They are in all four movies. And that those two actors playing those two characters are the common thread that unites the Batman Warner Brothers movies into one single shared world, even though there's a dramatic shift in tone and style from Burton to Schumacher, okay? Follow me so far? So as I'm watching... As I'm watching, I think I was watching, uh, I was watching Batman and Robin. I was at the end, I was watching Batman and Robin and taking in the camp and, and, and the queerness, the wonderful queerness, all of it. It just, it was just a, it was a lot of smorgasbord, if you will. But I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm watching and I'm watching Alfred Pennyworth and suddenly it dawned on me. And by the way, I just want to say my friend, Bob Rose, he coined, he called it, he called it the, uh, the Go-verse and I said it was the Hingle Go-verse. So we affectionately call it, it's the Hingleverse, it's the Goverse, it's the Hingle Goverse. That's a key component here. So we call it the Hingle Goverse, united by Michael Goh and Pat Hingle as Alfred Pennyworth and Commissioner Gordon. They are the common thread that show us that we are in the exact same world despite the tonal shifts. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, I'm watching Batman and Robin, and I suddenly dawns on me, Alfred Pennyworth. He is the linchpin to all four films. I, I started asking myself, you know, much like they say James Bond is a code name, not a, not a person. 
that you become James Bond and that's how you explain the shift of actors? Well, what if Michael Keaton's Batman is a different person from Val Kilmer's Batman, who is a different person from George Clooney's Batman? Am I saying that they're not all Bruce Wayne? No, they are. What if every time Batman Bruce Wayne dies, Alfred Pennyworth clones him or reanimates him as a new persona and the the Gotham, the wide scale of Gotham, nobody notices this. Nobody is aware because, you know, Bruce Wayne is just this elusive, uh, you know, playboy billionaire type figure. They don't, you know, he, the, all four of those actors, they kind of share a similar vi- Bruce Wayne vibe. And so, you know, you're kind of like, it's like you turn your head and it's like, oh yeah, they all look the same. To, to turn a negative stereotype into uh, something that fits this theory. Uh, all millionaire, billionaire playboys, they all look the same. So the, so the Gotham public, they're not aware. The only people that know are Michael Goh as Alfred Pennyworth and Pat Hingle. Pat Hingle, Commissioner Gordon, knows what Alfred Pennyworth is doing. Every time Batman, you know, there's a variety of ways. It is da- it's a dangerous work to be Batman. So, you know, you have to imagine, yeah, he survives the Joker. Yeah, he survives the Penguin and Catwoman. But something gets Michael Keaton. And when that happens, he's brought back or he's recloned or something happens. Uh, it, it's it's Alfred's doing. It's Alfred's alchemy. <laughs> it's Alfred Pennyworth's alchemy that he, he is the arbiter of the Batman. He is the arbiter of the Batman. As long as Alfred is alive... There will always be a Batman in Gotham. And Commissioner Gordon relies on Alfred to do this this dark work, whatever it may be, in order to bring him back. And so, you know, whatever, we don't know what the process is. And hey, in Frankenstein, we don't know exactly what the dark science is, the dark experiment that brings Frankenstein to life. It's never really explicitly said in the original novel. It's the same thing here. I can't tell you how he does it. I just know he brings back a new Batman. So basically what I'm trying to say is all four movies are in canon continuity with each other. And it is Alfred Pennyworth who is pulling the strings and keeping the, he is the great support. We always knew he was the great support behind Batman, but he is truly uh, the the Hingle Goverse is predicated on Alfred Pennyworth keeping things going, and of course Commissioner Gordon. Pat Hingle is Commissioner Gordon. He's not your Gary Oldman Commissioner Gordon, who's like boots on ground, almost a a, a hero in his own right uh, in in terms of what he does uh, as a as a as a force of good against the the forces of evil. This you know Pat Hingle he's. You know, he's, he's, he's older. He's kind of like, he's kind of aloof. He's more, he's more aligned with the Commissioner Gordon from the Batman 66 comics or uh, TV show, I mean. And so, wow, there's no parking spaces here. What am I going to do? And so it's, it's quite obvious to me. I mean, he relies his whole job, that fat commissioner salary that he gets for keeping crime at as low as it can possibly be from the cowardly and superstitious criminals that are scared of a Batman-like phantom in their city. His whole thing is predicated on Alfred making sure that there is always a Batman. What do you think? Do you think, does this work? Does this theory, does my idea hold weight? It's not an entirely original idea, but I just, I found it amusing when I was looking at old ass, you know, Alfred 
played by a legendary actor, Michael Goh, from like Hammer films and stuff. Old Alfred, who's like can barely stand. And I love how he has like a niece. He has like a young teenage niece, Alicia Silverstone, um, uh, which which leads leads many quest leaves many questions. Unless he's actually a great uncle, I guess you could. Some people call their great uncle uncle anyway, or whatever. So maybe it's that. Um, so thank you, thank you, Michael Go, uh, R.I.P. And, and Alfred Pennyworth for, for giving us four Warner Brothers Batman. It's his, it's his, he, he should take the credit, not Tim Burton or Joel Schumacher or Sam Hamm or any of these other guys. <coughs> John, John Peters. It's actually Alfred Pennyworth. Okay. You tell me your thoughts. 